1: Learn more at marines.com I'm guessing if you want to build a statue, you have to think about whether it's going to be bronze or steel. Well, you also need to know how tall it is. So do either of you two know how tall John O'Shea is? Because for a statue outside the ground, we need to know a bit more about his height. (laughs) Six.
0: Breezy, six three, like six that three. That. You yeah, reckon? Just over six
1: I something. reckon we could get that done. I reckon we could start just giving page on EPR. What do you think? Think it'll work? Uh, early. 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 Oh, a bit early. Bit early. Oh, I've gone too quick, haven't I? <laughs> anyway, let's get started. Anyway, so welcome to the uh, Elm Park Rails Podcast. Firstly, I will introduce Mr. Reese. How are you?
0: Still engaged. Still engaged. Still engaged. So, uh, yes, thank you very much. I tried to
1: shun that last time I spoke to you about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I, I did mention it to the good lady and she wasn't impressed.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, if she um, is listening, I can, she uh, I can tell you that. It wasn't guaranteed. a positive response. It's probably in Nando's. <laughs> no, probably in Nando's. Uh, also with us this week is uh, Sam Stevenson. Hi, how are you?
2: Hello, I'm good. Recovering from my trip to Hooters at the weekend. I had to get that in there,
1: sorry. (laughs) We may have been talking Hoot about Hooter chat just before we started recording this, but that's a whole different section. And I'm not sure everyone else is ready for that. (laughs) I'm not sure. So that kind of leads us nicely into the Forest match, which we are at. which I I wasn't at it, you were at it, Sam. What was your kind of overall thoughts on it, just kind of summing up the performance?
2: Um, It was similar to Derby, in the sense that we played reasonably well. Um, We actually did create a a reasonable amount of clear-cut chances, Um, didn't put any of them away, um, and kind of got got hit for it. Um, And a draw probably would have been a fair result, but just like Derby, we came away um, on the losing end and found ourselves bottom of the table.
1: Yeah, it's not too much of a worry after two matches, obviously. I mean, uh, I don't think I'll be hitting the uh, nuclear button quite yet, but it's obviously not perfect. We'd rather have got something. But at least, I mean, if you play those two matches and you think we've deserved to lose, I'd be really quite worried. But like you just said, we've actually done okay in both of them. I mean, what do you think, Neil? Do you think of the start overall?
0: We've not been blown away. Uh, and I think people feared these two fixtures quite a lot prior to any ball being kicked. Everyone probably thought we were going to get a kicking against Derby and that didn't turn out that way. Similarly with Forrest and the amount of money that they've spent in the summer, we kind of thought, well, it's probably going to get another 2 3 nil reverse. But we have been very competitive in both. It's just that, that lack of sharpness around the box, it's that creativity that is still an issue from last season... And it's these things that will get addressed as we go along. It's not going to be fixed in two games. So whilst it's no surprise that we're we're bottom of the table, maybe, uh, because we're not creating that much of scoring enough, it's still better. Yeah, I think so.
1: We look like we've got a plan. We look like we're actually moving forward a lot on the pitch instead of sideways, which I think is a very good thing. And I think that is going to help Clement get the fans on side. Yeah. Because... We're basically, those are the kind of teams that Reading fans as a whole seem to like. Would you agree with that, Sam?
2: Well, I think it's, yeah, I agree. And I think it's a massive cliche to say this, but it does feel like we're a player or two short still. Um mm. But it looks like we've, as you said, got a plan. Um We're way more direct. Uh, we don't have as much possession as we had last season because we're always looking to move the ball forward. Um We're just lacking that cutting edge. Um, and there are certain positions, obviously, that you worry about more than others, especially with the injuries at the moment mm. and whatnot, um, starting at the beginning of the season. But in the context of last season, um, we're playing well. I mean, I'd, yeah. at the end of last season, I would have taken a narrow 1-0 loss and a 2-1 loss to, to these two teams. Mm. Uh, actually, Taken's maybe maybe overselling it slightly. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it, it's much better than it was last year. Yeah. Um, and it looks like, you know, both games, we've had enough chances to to win the game. Um, and that's that's positive right Um, I mean going to Nottingham Forest and seeing us you know consistently press them win the ball back in midfield push forward um, it was great it was it was good to see that Um, obviously a loss isn't fantastic but there were there were some great individual performances Um, I thought Kelly looked good I thought Laurie looked amazing um, and and Barrow again um, whilst he wasn't great was still whipping in a few crosses and beating his man over and over again Mayte looked good um, and yeah I think there's loads to be positive about um, but again that's in the context of last season two losses yes, yeah. we seem to
0: have lost that rabbit in the headlights look that we had certainly towards the, the tail end of last season we seem to have got a, a bit more composure um whilst it's not leading to too much in terms of out-and-out chances, we, we don't seem to be have, having that much fear anymore. But it seems to be a little bit more relaxed, I think. Um, and with that, hopefully we'll become a bit more confident, certainly after what we saw last night.
1: Yeah, I think Um, I think we obviously do look a little bit more... I think everyone knows what they're doing and everyone seems to have a belief in it at the moment. Obviously, you need to get some results to help with that. I mean, I think Laurie, as you pointed out, Sam, I think he's... He's the kind of player I wanted to be a seven every week. Yeah. We don't need these... as uh, star performances are brilliant, but I want him not to be noticed. Because last yeah. season, I was noticing too much mm. and for the wrong reasons. If he can continue on this, not making many mistakes. In fact, the only chance that Nottingham Forest, mm. I think, probably had in the first half came from a mistake from him yeah. when he got cut. But, I mean, if you're making one mistake really in two matches... Mm-hmm. that's pretty good for a defender it's, it's standard for <laughs> yeah. central defenders
0: isn't it that, that yeah. they're there in that, that particular area where mistakes lead to goals it's the nature of the beast isn't it and I think Lori certainly has taken an awful lot away in, in the summer to I think look ahead to see what's around him before he decides what he's going to do with the ball um, and he, he seems to have put himself in a bit more space rather than let himself get confined and it's that kind of stuff that you know he's he's kind of eradicating a bit, which is good.
2: I think the, the the style of play plays into that bit as well because we're yeah. just looking to get the ball forward as quickly as possible, rather than playing around with it at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, the players aren't finding themselves in those tight positions where they're being pressed, yeah. um, and that works for it, Laurie. It's, mm-hmm. it's,
1: it's yeah, fun. yeah. It's a far more simplistic game when we're at the back. Now we seem to, like uh, Clement was saying before the season. He wants to set up with a tight defence and then almost counter-attack, yeah. which is perfect because we saw that was exactly what we did under Brian McDermott and it worked quite well in the first spell. Yeah. So there's, there, I have no problem with that. We haven't quite got that player up front at the moment, I would say, but I've seen a couple of signs, uh, maybe possibly, from the game last night, but we'll come on to that later. So I think it's a positive thing. I asked on the uh, Twitter account... Um, how confident you were do you how confidence were you compared to last season and fifty seven percent of you said that you're more confident than last season so and that's after we've lost two matches so that's pretty good yeah. I would say because normally if you're I mean it's, it's our worst start in twenty years I mean two <laughs> games I mean but, I mean <laughs> that's not great yeah. is it and
0: I think that that statistic is is quite a good one because usually you'll put up a poll on, on a, a weekend game. And you'll say, right, win-lose-a-draw, what's the percentage? Mm. And you'll have 20, 30 people, percent will say, we're going to win. It's like, well, based on what? We've been <laughs> dreadful. Do you, you know that's gone?
1: our fifth away game on the trot that we haven't scored a goal?
0: The last yeah, time we and scored was it's, at it's, Norwich. A it's a massive yeah, issue. Smith. It's a massive issue. I always wonder where these 30% yeah. think we're, we're going to win it's from. It's hope, isn't it? It is hope, but, it's you hope. know, you'd like to say, well... Be, be have a bit tad more realism of what we're actually going to do it's only a poll well, isn't <laughs> you know, like like polling a is meaningless and don't put the poll up it's, so no um, I think I think but it, I think that 57 cool. is is a very good 57
1: if we can yeah. also go into the game the first match if we're conceding goals they're actually decent yeah. I mean obviously we don't want yeah. to concede goals but yeah. it does make you feel a little bit better when you're conceding goals like we did against Derby for the second goal, not the first one. The second one was a very good goal. Yeah. As sickening as it was. And the goal, uh, was it Sedani scored? I think it was. On uh, Saturday. If you're scoring goals like that, you kind of have to say, maybe we could defend a little bit better, but yeah, that's a proper goal
2: We were away from home And we limited The amount of chances They had yeah. um, And that's that's important hmm. um, Defensively last season We were all over the place Especially at the end of the year That X-Switch game The 4-0 at home um, Players would see someone Run past them and Just give up And yes. there somebody else To deal with it even players like Tyler Blackett this season are pulling their weight. They're yeah. doing a decent-ish job. Yeah. Yeah, how was he um, on Saturday? He was okay. He got caught oh. out a few times, as did a few other players. Mm. But he looks a lot more solid defensively than he did last season. I think he's a confidence player. Oh, yeah. Um, and I if understand. the team are playing well and the managers, you know, got his arm around his shoulders and the, and the rest of the players are kind of behind him, I think he'll play well. He's good at bringing the ball forward. Um, I think, like Ilori last season he'll switch off. At mm. the back, and that's where we'll see issues with Blackett. Um, and when the fans get on his back, he's more likely to do that. Mm. Um, I'm not saying he's, you know, going to turn out to be one of our best, uh, you know, brightest left backs in the last ten years, but I think he's serviceable at this level, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's certainly got the technical ability. Yeah. it's always been his. His what's going on in his head is, yeah. is the issue. Um, but I think last night we, we saw certain elements From where he looked A lot more relaxed A, yeah. a lot more confident In doing what uh, What he needed to do Pinging some good balls Up the left channels And, and not really worry About where they were going Yeah um, Whereas last season he was so tentative Getting caught Making mistakes Balls would kind of like Go, go out of play Off him Back into play And then into trouble and that, that's where it all kind of spawned from, really. For uh... yeah,
1: he's been helped a lot from what Sam said as well about a lorry. The game's been simplified at the back, and he used to get caught out so many times because, it, you know, it sounds uh, not a good thing to say about football, but short passing is not his strength. No, I would say there's a lot of other things he can do, but that is not one of his strengths. And if you eliminate that issue. Yeah, And once or twice, remember,
0: Tyler's <laughs> played some absolutely beautiful balls that's led to goals for us as well. Mm. So if you put him in the right right area and he's, he's got his, his right head on, then you can do good things.
1: Well, uh, with the amount of injuries we've got, he might end up playing left wing. <laughs> 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 so you never know. Oh <laughs> it's yeah. not impossible, is it? No. So it was, obviously we want to get points on the road and everything. I kind of thought we would lose before. I hoped I was wrong. But I mean, I was surprised not to see Swift come on, though. I did I th- find that slightly strange. I, you think,
2: um, I think Bulldog and Swift are both brought in for their own specific systems. I think Bulldog will play in a two-man attack. Mm. Swift will play when we want to try and pack the midfield. Um, before the game, I was worried that we were going to be weak in midfield, uh, playing two. But actually, you know, we kept robbing them of the ball. They couldn't hold mm. on to it. So whatever Clement had done before the game, he'd obviously looked at them and said, "We can, we can do something here with two in midfield," and it, it kind of worked. Um, and so, yeah, with Bulldog up front, I think um, I'm not that surprised that Swift didn't come on, to be honest. OK. Yeah. Uh, also, he hasn't looked fully fit this season. No. From what we've seen. Um, last night, obviously, he looked better, but we'll get onto that.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, he did. But I also agree that he wasn't at his best sure. last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's got that well, but yeah, like we say, we will come on to that. But I think one of the major players who um, <laughs> who's going to, this season, is going to be David Mailer. Yeah. I think he's going to make a big difference talking about the interceptions yeah. and things like that. He just reads the game a little bit better than be previous. Yes, yeah. yes, I yeah. can see that. And I yeah, yeah, think, going
0: yeah. back to, to Sam's point, I think that's where we can work with the two. When you've got a player like Maela that will just sit and can read the game very well. So then you don't, you don't have to have three that are all chasing around for positions. Yeah. You've just got one that sits there and the other one that's a bit more mobile. And I think that's what Clement wants because obviously he recognises that we haven't got that much of an attacking threat, so he has to play two because one won't work. No. You just get isolated. No. So no. I, I think Mailer is definitely going to be key for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he'd be a big player. I mean, if you look at, he didn't start, he wasn't involved at all last night, was he? So no. he's clearly a key player for us. I mean, yeah. we've got so few uh, midfielders. Although I did see earlier that uh, who is it? Anthony Smith from the Chronicle saying there's a bid for a midfielder. And straight away, I thought, mm, it could be Dave Edwards. Yeah. It would kind it of make sense. I mean, yeah.
0: he is injured, though, so it'll be a I club did to kind of them slightly on right
1: jokingly now. say Scotland, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't quite... A, yeah. But we, uh, we've,
2: been, we've been looking at midfielders, haven't we? Yes. So that that's clearly an area yeah. that, that Clement knows that we need to improve. Yeah. Um, we're too lightweight with the players that we've got yeah, at the moment, concerned. and the combinations don't really work. So, can't start me on my
0: infamous midfield
2: spreadsheet. (laughs)
1: No, don't do that. No, no, we don't need to go there. Thirteen
0: combinations.
1: Wow. Yeah. No, the midfield is an issue because, like you say, if we're going to play two, you kind of think is Swift up to it? Is Kelly up to it? I don't know on a weekly basis. They're the two that you
2: can't play in there together. No, you you can't. I I
1: automatically consider playing Bakuna though. Yeah. Bakuna's got a little bit more physicality. Who would you yes. play there?
2: Um, I, I don't think I'd play. I think you need someone else. I think you need a box-to-box. You need yeah, you know, a whole type new player you know, in uh, there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You need, you yeah. need a, a high-energy player who's yeah. just going to chase and chase and chase. Yeah. I think
0: one an awful lot of teams that certainly we saw last season, probably the season before, the opposition will have that type of player. We didn't. and We tried to supplement it. we putting put them three in there and still we get swamped.
1: Which kind of, which just kind of make logical sense, though, because if you haven't got that player, you have to try in a different way, don't you?
0: Yeah, you I do. do but that. we were trying to counteract it rather than yeah. playing our own game. So we were always trying to, you know, make a system work for us rather than using our system to the, to you know, hurt the opposition. And that's where we've just kind of got lost over the way. It's like we don't know what system was good and we were pigeonholing all over the place.
1: Yeah, totally. So let's move on to uh last night against Birmingham. Happier time. Birmingham, we <laughs> I have to slightly say prefix it with the fact it was eleven changes to Birmingham. Yeah. So let, they, let's they not pretend look like this a team was that Birmingham's never met. <laughs> Yeah, let let's not pretend it was Birmingham's first <laughs> team. But still we made five changes as well. So Put that in there, but still, we look like we had the stronger team. And I've seen us in recent years play against teams that were supposedly weaker than us, and us just kind of look awful. And Definitely. we actually really bossed the whole match, I would say, apart from a brief bit at the start of the second half of Birmingham.
0: Mm. Yeah, a little bit. I think that's safe to say. I think we hit, we, we, I don't know what the possession stats were anyway, but they largely seem to be unimportant. Um, I think we, we had 59%. We had, was it?
1: Yeah. yeah Just about, off the top uh, of my head. Certainly sounds <laughs> about right.
0: We, we certainly had, as Sam said, a lot more directness. Um, we were Players were finding good positions. They weren't letting themselves be marked by any of the Birmingham players too much. Mete was flying around all over yeah. the place, certainly mm. more in the first half. He was drifting in, he was coming out, he was swapping with Barrow when Barrow was on. Um, th- there was there was a lot more you could see that they they were working on and, and was actually finding that they they enjoy doing it. Whereas last season it was just you know players in positions and not really know what to do. Um, so certainly even without scoring the early goal, we looked as if we were uh, had a lot more about us than in, in other games that we'd seen you know last cup games like we had Jindan and the, the last season before it it just looked as if something was beginning to click a little bit
1: yeah definitely and we were discussing uh, before we started recording this you could actually feel there was uh, a kind of um a semi decent atmosphere there yes kind of confidence and the, yep. t- the team was actually getting proper backing and the crowd want them to do well
2: yeah, yeah, they definitely do, um, and it, 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 I don't know where it came from because ordinarily these early kind of you know cut matches, you don't really get much of an attendance, you don't get much of an atmosphere. It's pretty flat, but I think people knew that this game was important for morale behind the scenes and the confidence of the team. Um, if we'd lost this game, three losses suddenly looked pretty bad, especially when you're playing a Birmingham team that have made as many changes as they have. Mm-hmm. But we did what we needed to do. Um, The only criticism I've got, if anything, of last night was the lack of clear-cut chances we created. Um, We obviously got the goals, we did what we needed to do. Swift scored a great free kick, but I don't feel like we put the ball in... Um, Enough goal-scoring positions, um, and and that's something we definitely need to work on. Um, Mm. That's been a problem the first two games as well. Yeah, no,
1: I was was thinking about that earlier as well. And actually, apart from maybe the bulldog chance in the second Mm. half from McNulty, I can't remember us having a chance when you think he's definitely going to score here. No, there wasn't. There was a lot of kind of semi-decent play, but it was breaking down a little bit. But Mm. yeah, I think they
0: haven't yet got that confidence where they can anticipate the risk and reward yet they'll still kind of be a little bit more conservative but still be mobile but you're not going to get that sign that box to box player that's going to go I'm just going to create space now and let it all open up in front of them for the strikers. We're not getting that yet, and that's understandable because we're not at that level where we can play with confidence. Because the results just you know haven't led to that point yet. No, no, sorry, Sam. That's
2: right. Now I was just going to say, in line with what you've just said, um, players aren't necessarily getting down down the, the line and just crossing it. You know, yeah. they're still, I think, a little bit stuck in that stand mentality. Yeah. Um, I think it's and, it, it's
0: it's getting out of that. Yeah, gradually, it is, yeah. It gradually, but, we, but we
2: are overplaying it at times. Um, yeah. And there are, there have been a few times this season where Swift's had the ball on the edge of the box and I thought, just hit it. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing that when he first joined us. Yeah. Um, and we've got players that can do that. Mm. Uh, and, and the other thing we need to do is make sure Bakuna doesn't have any more long shots. because oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. A uh, couple kind of no, no. dreadful moments. Oh, yeah, because yeah, the yeah. first
1: one clearly affected the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was kind of, he did not know what to do when it came to him in virtually the same position. He was thinking, oh, no, no, I do not want to hit the top of the stand again. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: but how much, how important is it, when Swift was doing what he was doing, mm. when you're not playing well, Gilfie was the same back when we had him. You know, you've got a player who can... When you're struggling to unlock a defence, when you're struggling to break them down, you've got someone who can smash a shot from 25 yards yeah. and hit it on target. You know, score a goal. It's it's it makes such a difference. Mm, um, and we haven't had that since Swift kind of lost his confidence. Mm. I don't know what happened. A bit like time um, and time
0: again last season, it was just a case of just shoot. Yeah. Because anything can happen when you shoot. A deflection, the, the keeper misreads it. Anything. And when, when you're tepid like that, and you don't haven't got that adventure then, as you say, you, you're going to be static and defenders will just go, well, I'm just going to stay here because you're not going to do anything to me.
1: No, no, I, I agree completely. I mean, I think the most positive thing about the match has to be Meite though. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I know he's, he's he's by no way is he the uh, finished article and uh, his final ball sometimes is not where you'd like it to be. But he can go past a player and if you've got a player in your team who can do that with a trick... With, with some pace or with some power the opposition know he can do that and it's going to yeah. bother them. he just
0: creates a focal point yeah but and he's, he's going to attract yeah. the defenders too mean,
1: he's going to have to he's, he's I think you can see a, a big improvement in his men- mentality more than anything else since he's come back he's yeah. looked like he's grown he's, up a
2: bit yeah,
0: he's matured Yeah,
2: I don't mm. think it's just that either I think all, uh, if you look at him he's becoming a bit of a character like in the squad people mm. like him on social media um, and he, I think, typifies the change in morale in the in the squad yeah. um, because he looks like he's enjoying it. He's smiling mm-hmm. on the pitch, you know, and That's, other players yeah, it's are getting involved in it. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Seeing players enjoy their football, yeah. uh, which we obviously didn't have last season, or at least it felt that way. At all. And
0: Clement himself has said that he, from the moment he he pretty much saw him training, he said, "I like the boy," yeah. and for a flair player often managers will, will kind of like be a little bit cautious with flair player players and letting them do their thing because it could be at the detriment of the rest of the team's shape and all that kind of business. But he's, I think, effectively given him licence to, to really Im- impose himself on that part of the field. And, and last night he was, he was very, very impressive.
1: Yeah, uh, t- totally. I mean, uh, you could see he was completely knackered. In by about 60-70 minutes yeah. he was looking and to
0: quite a lot after that thing. <laughs> he was
1: uh, he I was giving was. them more ball more and more to uh, down, which was yeah. fair enough so <laughs> but that's going to do him good isn't it playing because obviously he's not used to playing again that physicality of the championship which essentially it was a little bit last night he's got the strength though oh he yes. has but it's a repetition isn't it sure. playing yeah. yes it is yes. And, and a
2: knock to the ribs and yes. yeah. to, you know gently yeah. out for a little yeah. bit but, oh. but um, it's nice to see that he's young he's direct and he'll just play with through players. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think we'll he'll lead. fit in at this level He's got no fear. He's, yes, he, he hasn't seen failure. And it's yeah. exactly, like,
1: we've got too many players. We've signed so many players in the 28 to 30 bracket. Yeah. They're kind of more towards the end of their career and kind of seem being kind of, it sounds to be extreme, but mentally kind of worn down by not quite making it because yeah. they're at Reading now. <laughs> not, they're not on the way up. Yeah so he, we need these players in the team this is why with someone like John Swift that goal last night it could be massive for him and his confidence and you hope if he puts another good display in against uh, Bolton on Saturday that would really help him because before he scored the goal he took two or three corners and they were atrocious yeah. and you, just, you could see the confidence just sapping out of him and even in the first half there was quite a few missed, simple passes in the middle of the park but you just think if we get him working he could be such a key
2: player. Well, like I said earlier, I think we need that player who can unlock yeah. a, unlock a game that is a bit of a you know it's a stalemate. Both teams are struggling to find anything. I want someone in this team who can just smash it. Yeah. We haven't had that, and Swift did that. I mean, mm. a year ago he was mm. doing that. Um, yeah. He went and played for England and scored a screamer for, for yes. the England under 21s, I think it was. Yes, as well. he did. Yes, yeah. um, And he scored six or seven goals in his first half of that season with Stam and then got an injury and then kind of I don't know what it was I don't know whether Stam drummed it out of him I'm not sure but he he just stopped shooting Um, but he can clearly do it and we we lack that we need that
1: yeah I can see Mato being that player to have a shot as well
2: yeah I don't think he's going to be
1: fearful I think maybe Maylam might could be I think he could possibly have a few shots as well. We just don't like... It's exactly right. We just yeah, don't have like those to players. Chip in
0: with a few goals. I think he scored five last year, which is pretty decent for a player in that position.
1: But so much of that, I think, is down to the fact that it's fear of not scoring and making that mistake. Yeah. Because we, we had that whole mentality last season. Hopefully this had changed this season. Once you get a few wins, I'm not expecting us to win the next six games on the trial. No. That would be nice, yeah. but I'm not, gonna, not expecting that. <laughs> You just kind of think, it just eases everyone up and everything becomes so much easier. I was, I thought McNulty was pretty good last night and the little bits that he showed, the way he linked up with Bulldog, especially for the first goal from it was yeah. his pass there That's to Mete was, yeah. I mean, a lot of players were not even seen that pass, Short
2: let alone attempt them. it and
1: actually pull it yeah. off. So,
2: he I feels think like for, a player that needs the... He needs the balls. He needs the creativity. He's not gonna like. like if you took the and put him in our current team, he'd do nothing. Yeah. Um, you need you need um, those balls into the box. You need those players working the ball, and we're not doing that enough at the moment. And we'll yeah, get better yeah. with it as the season goes on. And I think Minolti will come into come into his own. Um, yeah.
1: I think so, and I think so. Hopefully, with we'll Bulldog, he get a goal soon because. I'm not quite sure how he managed to miss that one in the second half. Yeah, he just, seemed to almost get caught in the grass or something. It was a bit weird, it's a bit strange. But let's hope he gets his goal because I think he's, he reminds me, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as this bloke, but he's got a little bit of kind of Nicky Forster, his kind of style about him. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty, uh, yeah, that's a pretty high standard, I think. He did quite well for us. <laughs> good, good championship player, Nicky Forster, what do you think?
0: <laughs> he, he had killer taste yeah. there, didn't he? Which Baldock doesn't have, but I think Baldock's awareness was good. He, he was he, again, the mobility was was very decent. Him and Mcnulty seemed to have a good good understanding where each other were. Mm. Sometimes they we were a little bit too far apart, um, but what do we expect in August? You know, none no. of these relationships are going to um, be fostered out of nothing. Uh, this early in the season.
1: No, in the defensive era, we saw the return of Liam Moore. And he got a really good reception when his name was read out, which is good to see. Because I don't think he's done absolutely yeah. nothing wrong. He's no. professional. so Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
2: anyone would take a job if, if the money was there. And you were yeah. making a step up. It's a promotion, isn't it? Effectively. Totally. Um, but at this point as well, whatever you think uh, of Liam Moore, we've turned down £10 million, if you believe mm. um, that. You know, if, if you've turned so, so, out a lot of money, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. at that point, you know, if you leave him on the bench, what's the point? You might as well have taken the money. Yeah. So, we should play him, he's, a, he's our best player, yes, yeah. he's, he's our better. best defender. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, I thought he looked a little bit rusty at some points, but that's not a criticism at all. You'd expect that other players have played you know a few more games than and he has, um, including pre season. So, um, yeah, he took a little while to get into it, but he was he was. Back to his usual best in the second yeah. half, clearing things. He's Magic. an
1: absolutely him and Bo barr are the first names on the team sheet really. It's
0: actually a normal
1: moment as well. well I mean, we start But yeah. yeah. well, that's to think good about, though. We're getting more and you start more. Yeah. You know. About our centre backs, and if, yeah. if, if
2: Clement can get them playing together more, and Elory, you know, yeah. could be up there as that's one of the best sure centre back pairings in the league. They're, yeah, because they've both got a bit of pace as absolutely. well, and they can yeah. both pick out a pass when they need yeah. to, and they both look reasonably comfortable bringing the ball out of defence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's exactly... and
0: I think last night, man, they probably didn't need to play or they could have played O'Shea, but I think because Moore coming back into the equation again, they needed O'Shea and Moore to yeah. to you know reconfigure with, with themselves and and get game time with each other, because I do think that is going to be our number one partnership at the bat. So they needed that game time to get you know, readjusted.
1: Yeah, John O'Shea had an absolutely. Uh... That was a, so. oh,
0: I've rarely seen a player come
1: on <laughs> who's never played for us before A, get that reaction and there's a whole load of things about that obviously, was it sarcastic, was it wrong and all that I'm not going to go through all that because you could go on there forever I thought it was fine it was and wrong. it we will get a different crowd at the Modoski for these games in the League Cup and did he do a single thing wrong in 10 minutes? I think no, he just won absolutely. He won everything.
0: Everything. <laughs> He stopped a shot, I
1: think, in a six yard line. He's just incredible. Just, he just set the standards worst. so high. Can, yeah. I,
2: can, I, can I suggest, in, in regards to setting the standard high, I've yeah. also never seen anyone wear their shorts. As no! As well. Yes? No! we going to seen them. He came, came on. He was like, those
0: shorts.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. That was
0: old school. He showed <laughs> his head tucked his in and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, this is how you do it, lads. <laughs> None of this, you know, shorts out, no, no shin pads. No, you're right,
1: that. you're right. I'm glad you brought that this up. This is out the outfit, and this is how I wear it. Yeah, he looked like a proper old-school footballer. Didn't really he did, didn't he? Yeah. I'm
0: sure he had black boots on as well to complete the
1: old-school I oh, know, no, he must probably did, actually, yeah. But he's a player who we could bring on. I I mean, I don't think he'll be starting many games. No, no, but you can never have too many options. No.
2: And he's experienced. And yeah, yeah, you know, if you get down to the point where you're playing your fourth or fifth centre-back choice, if the odd mistake happens, Mm. you kind of just accept it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think he's probably still going to be down the pecking order. But... Mm. But it's fine. It's more, it's, yeah. you know, more options.
1: Um, and he's not a bad person to have around anyway. Absolutely. He's, you know, he's won more than Reading in probably one season. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, that's where it's at, isn't it, with him. So then we had the Sam Walker and Goal, who did really very little until the last 10 minutes. So I was glad he got a couple of saves, because if you play a whole match in your debut and you get absolutely nothing to do... Mm. You kind of think, okay, I've got yeah. a clean sheet, but I haven't actually done anything. He's number
2: two, though, isn't he? Yeah, <clears throat> we, wouldn't, so, yeah. we wouldn't have played him. Yeah. If, it would have been Yakir if he was. Is he still
1: S- injured though, Yakir? Like, uh, I don't I'm not sure.
2: know. But then we've also got youth keepers kind of yes. knocking on the door as well. Yeah. um so you'd have to think that at the moment he's he's number two. Yeah, I
1: think uh, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'd say so. How tall is he? He must be six foot seven he or something. He was
2: pretty
1: big. He is massive. Pretty he is massive. This this is all about height. This podcast, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> he
0: was taller than Tyler Blackett <laughs> 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 way. and he's pretty tall. Yeah, that's good going down a bad anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Not, <laughs> not, just not just going in height, there.
1: not length. But <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not <laughs> going there. I'm not. I'm totally <laughs> avoiding that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, somebody asked a question. And there is uh, regarding Bod Varsen. And I think it's an uh, interesting one regarding the weekend as well, because I think um, there's going to be some decisions to make for Paul Clement. It's from Neil... Oh, sorry if I it's completely butchered your name. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you. Not Neil Rees. No. Neil Elysia, I think. so. If, sorry Definitely if I've me. completely butchered your name there. If we are having problems scoring goals, why do we continue to play someone in Bod Varsen that obviously struggles to produce... Why are we not buying better strikers, or at least playing the ones we have bought in? I mean, buying a different striker—I think that's a whole different topic. But I think we should. should Bodvarsson be starting on Saturday against Bolton. Well,
0: he's, bearing in mind he's scored our only goal yeah. so far, I a mm. little bit of a stretch to um, to say he's not really worthy of a position because no one else has scored. Um, for me, is I'm, he
1: talking about the whole thing though, not just goals? Is he talking about his hold-up playing link play as well?
0: Quite possibly, but mm. uh, for hold-up play, a shorter man isn't going to be as good as a taller man as Bob Varson is. is. That, that's that's my wow. feeling. <laughs> I'm not sure but, on that, now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're six foot four, you're likely to head a baller than a five foot um, ten guy.
1: No, I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> no, well, I see where you're going. You've got more probability because you're bigger. God, this podcast is too much about science. It's too much. Yeah, stop. If parallels. we all play in yeah. two, then it's for me it's Bod No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean... but yeah.
0: Varson's a funny one, because last season, what,
1: how many goals did he score in mean, the 10. 10. 10 or
2: 12. So, and he played 12. about 30, he had about 30 yeah, yes. appearances. So one is yes. where not bad. In a bad team. But, but three in of a bad those were against
1: really Stevenage, though.
2: Yeah, but let's just discount them. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> work. In my, it doesn't It doesn't add to my argument, so we'll pretend that didn't happen. Here. Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. No, so... Uh, Edit that out. He, he, like, like you say, he's the only player who's scored this season. Um, but he he's looked... He hasn't looked great. I don't think his hold-up player has been fantastic. And I think that's probably what Baldock was brought in for. Baldock's always... I know he's not the same size as a Ricky Lambert, but I think he was seen as the kind of player who could bring others into play. Um especially the wingers. So you could always play him as a striker, knowing that he's not necessarily gonna score that many goals. I mean, Mm. Barrow got, what, 11 goals last season in a poor team as well. If you could actually give him more chances on a plate, he might get more goals. Mateo looks like he might score. Mm. You've got Luko to come back and and we'll see how the other wingers who have been out for for longer do when they come into the squad. But if Mm. you've got someone playing them in, Maybe, maybe that's where the goals will come from. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: I'm not totally convinced. I mean, the thing is with Bodvarsson, he suddenly bring a ball down from the m- yeah. from the air and you think, how did you do that?
2: That derby game. Yeah. One ball he yes. brought down. The, well, that's point. That's, how the, that's how my point. Does he do that? He's He's my point. If, if he can
0: do that, then if you take him out of the equation, then there's no players that can do that. But
1: then you wouldn't play them safe pass necessarily, would you? That's a thing you adapt your play. Yeah, to but the if you
0: got a bigger guard. one and a smaller one, and you can change your focal point of the attack in I, different ways.
2: I'd like to see him come on as kind of a plan B. I yeah. think you know when you're struggling in a game and you're like, right, okay, we've got 20 minutes left, we haven't been able to create anything. Let's just start pumping balls up there and see what you can do with them. I like that idea, but I think when you're starting him, I don't see him as a starting striker. For a team that probably wants to be top half, maybe pushing for playoffs.
0: Alright, the only reason I say that is because I don't think McNulty is ready.
2: And mm, I agree with that. And maybe, maybe freeing, yeah, freeing yeah freeing maybe. maybe. So no, I'll that's fair enough.
1: Two. Yeah, so you wouldn't start him on Saturday. Would you start Bud Varsen on Saturday then? Yeah. You would. Sam, would him you him start Baldwin?
2: him? Not, not on his own,
0: not on his own. It has to be go through I, that. I, I
2: wouldn't mind starting the way we did last night. You know, um, mm. I thought we played quite well. I'd like to give them a try, but... Um, but the question obviously was, do we bring someone else in? And, and, and I think the answer to that is probably, you know, we probably don't have as much money as people yeah. think we do. Yeah, and um, I think we need a midfielder. We definitely need a winger at the moment. Um, based on the injuries we've got and some of the long-term injuries, we've got more than we need another striker, I think. If we lose one of those or even two of those three, we've got someone else who can sit up there. We could, if we had to, push may take up front as well so we've got options there even if they're not great um, but we, we, if we lose a couple of midfielders we're screwed yeah you know, yeah totally
1: different. yeah I mean I, I think in an ideal world like you said Sam if we, if we could get in a better striker that would be perfect and then he, if you, you're not replacing or losing a lot of goals if you brought them in somebody's going to score 10-12 goals but actually is a complete kind of master of link play that, that would be amazing but yeah, we realistically, I can't see us having the money to buy that player because, like you say, for the same reasons, we're going to prioritise other areas. Yeah, and we need so. to
2: work. We need to work with what we've got, and and you know anything that comes in now is a bonus. I think. Yeah, we're obviously there's a lot of talk that we're looking at other positions, other players that might happen. Um, But I think as a fan, the easiest thing to do is just just get on with it, get behind the team that we've got and and Mm. hopefully the manager can work with those players. There's enough quality there to, you know, we're not going to be in a relegation scrap, you'd assume. Mm. Um, The the, the team looks better than it did last year. I think with time, we'd all agree that as long as confidence doesn't take a huge knock... um, they should continue to get better. Obviously. Yeah, I hope so. And, and, hope and this so. is a good starting point. Yeah, yeah,
1: this is why the game on Saturday, which come on to now, is so big, the Bolton match. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to say it's a, a must win because it's not a must win. No. But you feel like if we don't win it, it creates a little bit of pressure on the players alone. Yeah. Forget the fans, forget the manager. The players will start to feel that's three wins. And it's the first game this season in the league that we go into thinking, we should be able to win this one. Yeah. As in, not hundred percent. No way, because I don't think Bolton are going to be any walkovers. They got four points from the first two games. But if we're going to be actually saying we are more confident about our team this season, this is the game we have to win. Because I think it would be worried. Team if we are don't. Fragile mentally. I mean, yes, you know, we very. Saw that last very. season
2: we haven't brought we haven't overhauled the entire squad. You know, it's is the that? same no. bunch of players. Yeah, those frailties but, are still the, there. Yeah, that lost that, that that you know let Cardiff back into the game and then went on a. Twenty-game, yeah. you know, losing streak or whatever it was—it was, it was yeah. um, it was ridiculous. And so, it feels like the longer this goes on, the more games we yes. don't, we don't score in, we don't win. Mm. Um, that the, the more an issue it becomes, amongst the fans think, and players.
0: I think what you said earlier on is, it's, it's away from home that underpins all of this. Yeah is that everyone knows, you know, if you get home points, that's fine, that's bread and butter. It's a, but it's a way that keeps you out of trouble. And the longer that goes on, where we're not competitive away from home, or we're not scoring, or it doesn't look like we're winning, then these frailties mentally are still going to be there. And until that gets ruled out, this team isn't going to evolve the way we wanted to. Having think.
2: Having said that, though, like... We're so early in the season at the yeah, moment. Yeah, no one's like, saying it couldn't. Yeah, absolutely, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, we're we're basing all of this on what last season and what yes. we've seen over the last couple mm-hmm. of years. But ultimately, um, if we beat Bolton Saturday and and we get you know three wins in the next six seven games, yeah. mm-hmm. I think people will be happy and we'll be mid table and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be more than happy with that Yeah, absolutely. 100% because yeah, yeah.
1: I think mid-table would be a really good finish for us this season from where we've been for three of the last four seasons yeah. and like you say we haven't had a massive overhaul I mean if you look at Bolton that's always going to be a tough team obviously we've got Phil Parkinson coming back and that's the fans favourite and you know a nice bloke obviously and You know, I hope he loses. Really, no Lafondre down there. No Lafondre, how weird was that? In the middle of a match. Yeah. I mean, good luck to him. I mean, Adam Lafondre. Wow, that that whole day in Southampton. If you were there for that, that was just amazing. Yeah, I was there for that. I was there for that. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, He's. I mean. Do I use the word legend for Adam LaFondre? I don't know. I don't it's know. It's debatable, isn't it? I think, I think,
2: I think specifically think that game, yeah, um, yeah. uh, the goals that he scored were... And, and that I game, going know. back to that, yeah. against the runner player, LaFondre just found the net yes. twice. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a great day. But um, is Sydney... Is Sydney... Is yeah, I right? are they so, one yes, yes. Are they one of Man City... Group of clubs. Oh, oh no! I think Melbourne, there's another. It? thing is is Melbourne there's Melbourne another City, one. Melbourne City is that maybe? I think that might be the right. Okay. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm not if you're listening to the league podcast, league please touch <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I could just Google it. But <laughs> yeah. well, it's a good move for him anyway, and it, it's going to yeah. help us out hopefully Saturday because last season. Um, LaFondra came and he played a different game to the game that we'd seen him play when he was at Reading. He kind of led the line for them and and, and he was a real handful um, for our defenders to deal with. Tom and Holmes learned a lot that night. Yeah, he absolutely. did. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's not there. So I mean, that's obviously a bonus he for is. us. And, um, yeah. So yeah.
1: No, no, getting him out of the way is uh, lovely for us because it's almost uh, written in the stars, isn't it? I think he's going to come back and score because. <laughs> it would sum up our kind of last few months and years really so I think I think we should start with Liam Moore and Elori on Saturday
0: Uh, I do I think that's why they they had that partnership um, Mm. yesterday Um, it doesn't make sense to put McShane back in when you've got a better player just sitting there on the bench who's fit and ready it's tough on McShane because I don't think he's been bad by any stretch of imagination but we all know more as our best player,
1: so play him yeah I McShane mean must be thinking that as well yeah, realistically sure. unless yeah. we play a three because we've got so many injuries now but I can't see him playing a three if he can no. avoid it in yeah, any way
2: if, if we don't play more again I go back to that that money that we turned down what yeah. was the, what was yeah. the point point? Yeah, and was ultimately it. it's a win-win for us because he either plays well um, and we, we get him till January or the end of the season and we sell him for more money yeah. um, or, or he doesn't and we've got players there who can step up and do the job if we need them to as yeah. well so I think we're in a, a pretty solid
1: position. Yeah, um, yeah like us see. With Liam Moore, we can't lose because he needs to prove a point yeah. to uh, himself more than anything else. And if he plays so well, a Premier League team comes in from and pays yeah. the money. Well, he must have played well. He knows,
2: but so. he knows that he has to play. Well, yeah, because yeah, if, he, yeah. if he he obviously now harbours ambitions to play in the Premier League, and who he the hell's going to come in for him if yeah. we're bottom of the table and letting yeah. you know 40 goals, exactly. 50 goals come Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. And there will be um, positions
1: in January because uh, injuries happen, yeah.
2: So, so we know from, from a, a personal point of view, he has something to prove, he's not going to sulk and lounge around, he has to play well. No. Um, otherwise, otherwise, He, he doesn't seem that, that type
0: anyway, does he, no, to, 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 to sulk about it? No. Um, he probably did have a day or two where he thought, What the hell am I doing? Yeah, but sure. he's buckled down now and he's he, he made a statement which is, I think is pretty much unique for a Reading player. I don't recall anyone's done anything like that before. I admire um, his honesty. He's and yeah, he's put his heart man. in the line and Ooh. he didn't say, You know, oh, I'm here, I love, love the, the club and the badge and all that kind of stuff. He's just said, I'm, I'm just going to work. Yeah. I shouldn't so that's, that's yeah. you
2: guys have talked have you talked about this already on the pod? I don't want to like jump that's in it. More stuff, yeah. But how good is it from a club point of view? How strong do we feel as, you know, financially as a club now? We must be in a pretty solid position to be able to turn down that kind of money. Yes. Can you imagine like, you know, Mideszky or Zangarovich or, or even the Ties um turning yeah. down even half that that rumoured amount? Yeah. Um, we would have snapped their hands off and taken it. And the fact that they've said we want you as part of this team, we don't want to sell you. No, yeah,
1: it. no I think um, it's a big statement that I agreed I tweeted something out on the day that it happened yeah. and I think that when you look at that and the training ground that they're building and everything yeah. and the amount of money they've put into that because the training ground's going to stay there for a long time it's all well and good signing players and everything but the training ground is key to keep the academy and attract players and keep players <laughs> but yes I think that is a positive sign a lot of people say oh why haven't they spent loads and loads of money and why haven't we signed all these different things but I don't really want a crazy owner who's going to come in and do that. And okay. I know with FFP, that's a bit more difficult as well. Mm. But,
0: but obviously, with FFP, all your uh, upgrades that you're making don't count into that. No, not at all. And much. I think that, that's where we've, I wouldn't say put all our eggs in one basket as such, but we're future proofing to a degree. But it's a good basket, though. With, well, it certainly well, It is because you make money for academy be. players. Yeah, don't yeah, you? absolutely. So, that works. so we're, we're playing the longer game rather than spending money on, you know, Oliveira for eight, nine, ten million, whatever it is. Don't now. bring him up. I'll, Don't um, go there. Just give it him uh, <laughs> no. a, 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 uh, an example. But we're investing in the, in the training ground instead. And that's the way I've always seen it is that that money is going elsewhere. It's not that it doesn't exist. It, it certainly doesn't exist to the amount that people think we have. But what we do have, a large chunk of that is going to the training ground.
1: No, I, I think it is really positive. You're right, Sam, to bring that up. And I hope that it just if you just think if we could get a team that's in anywhere decent and be just even 10th but you know a few points off the playoffs at some point I know it's a pipe dream at the moment but you never know in the championship there could be some money there to get that extra player or two
2: the excitement for me every season is if you can get to Christmas and you're within 10 points mm. of the playoffs you've yeah, got yeah. a good chance to have a run at it second half it doesn't always happen mm-hmm. um but that that's where the championships the, mo- the most exciting for me because every team has has a chance to do that and you see it every year. There is a team that comes from tenth, eleventh, twelve. We've done Ooh. it ourselves mm. um, and got into the playoffs or even made it into automatic. You know, unlikely, but it does happen. You just never know. Uh, again, we've done it ourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's that that's what that's what you always you know you hope for and, and this team seem like they're good enough to be mid table. Um, Yeah, I think they've got the potential to be there. Come January, if we've improved enough, we might be in a position where, yeah, we're a player or two short and we we go out and get someone and have a real push at it. Um, Maybe that's massively optimistic. No, well, I
1: don't know. I mean, if you look at the performances, we've definitely improved since last season. Let's be positive. I don't want to be uh, negative about it. I think if you put in three performances, which is all we've seen, and all of them, I thought we've actually... Put the effort in, and we look organised, and that's all you ask. And Oops, we've had so long without that.
2: Well, it's the champion. You say that, but it's the championship, right? So we came down from the Premier League. We had the Adkin season where we came what seventh, just yes. outside the playoffs. Yes. So then we invasion. had yes, so that, yeah. <laughs> then we had two seasons flirting with relegation. I wouldn't say they were relegation threatened, but we weren't. We weren't playing well. Mm. Then we had the Stam season where we almost got promoted. Then we had another season last year where we were almost relegated. I'm not saying this, that means that pattern-wise we're going to do that this season, but the, the point is in the championship you can go from being almost relegated to almost promoted yeah. in a year. hundred oh, percent! And you yeah. don't need to spend masses of money because we haven't done that to get where we where we've yeah. got to over the it's last such few a years. confidence
0: division. Yeah. That yeah. If you get the players working in a system that they like and they're happy doing it and they're scoring goals, it totally elevates very very quickly, and it just needs a few results to to spin that into action. And, and as Sam says. The players that we got are definitely good enough at this level. They're not League One players batting above average. They are championship players, by and large. So we should be able to to turn it around with the manager we've got.
1: Yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying this positive mood. Great, isn't <laughs> <Great. Yeah. laughs> look, look at Cardiff last yeah. season.
2: Um, they were from want of a better were pretty crap. You know, yes, they, they, they were, were they were yeah. not a great team. Yeah, the, they had less possession, set, they had less shots. But they, they 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 came second because they were consistently doing one thing well. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot. You don't have to spend yeah. loads of money and, and be you know the best you look at Leeds at the moment. Um, Leeds are the best team in the league at the moment. Um, but I I don't necessarily expect them to necessarily you know win the league or come second. They might end up falling out of favour getting playoffs. They're going to have a, a patch where they do, they you know they drop a few results and and everything can change. Yeah. Um, and we were there under Clark. You remember the 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 first season? Oh uh, uh, yes, yes. Well, you we spent Glatton the first couple a bit of crazy. Yes, we spent the first <laughs> two or three months playing really well. We were I think second, third, something like that. Um, and then everything went to you know pot when Clark went. We spoke to Fulham, but again, you know that could happen with Leeds. It's the championship. You just oh. you can't put your money on anyone um, to to carry early form through to the end of the season. It just things change so often.
0: I think the only thing that we need, and I, th- I think from a fan's perspective, is that I want to know at least eight or nine players that are going to be on the team sheet every week. Because I know this season is going to be fluid, there's, there's players coming back from injury, players that they haven't played much because they've been in the World Cup, bless him, um, all that kind of stuff. But last season and starting this season, you can't say who those players are going to be, there's so much fluid change and until that settles down and we know what our best players are in what positions that kind of stuff that, that progressiveness I don't think is going to kick in yet we need to find out what our best team is
1: no definitely and the the more players we have when you go to select a team and you go all oh, those eight nine players play the better mm. because for the last few years exactly. I mean like exactly. I said, not the year before the last season I would say you could have picked maybe three players three four players for a game I want to get back to the position where you go okay there's eight nine players certain we've got a few that are I'm not quite sure because you're never going to get really 11 players.
0: We were all playing Stan Roulette last season, weren't we? Three yeah. It was point, the Brendan Rogers Tombow. What is been, gonna yeah. turn up now? And, <laughs> and none of yeah. it really you know, instilled any confidence thinking no. that's what we were looking for, that's the thing, that's that's the the formation that we we're after. That's the players so that long are gonna this make the field work.
1: Upbeat mood. What is your prediction for uh, Saturday? Oh now? A
2: comfy two 0
1: Comfy two nil, wow. I'll
2: go one 0
1: I'll take that. Yeah, but who to who? Well, we're Direction. Yeah. Direction. Yeah. I just want to make that clear in case people say, "You well, sound predicting of a win." Of for? Now, I'm going to say, I'm going to be. To, you know, I'm going to say two one because I feel like we're probably going to let a goal in at some point. I think Bolton have far more physicality than some of the other two, the last two teams that we face, and we do sometimes struggle against that. So, let's hope it comes to pass that we win. That'd be amazing if we actually managed to get a win because that'd be I feel I saw a few signs in the team, and I think there's something there. I look yeah. at it, and I think, yeah. Because at the start of the season, I wanted the players to prove to me that they actually basically cared, some of them. And I'm seeing that. I'm getting that back now, and that's quite nice. because They're buying into
0: what is is being coached, which I think is always
2: a, a good sign.
1: Yes, it is, yes. And Paul Clement does like mentioning that he was a Real Madrid there. He does like doing that. I've I've
2: got a friend at Swansea who... Tagged me in a, a, a thread of things that he said regarding Real Madrid and the Ode, Odegaard is that his name we yeah, with, yeah, link with yeah. saying oh I subbed him on I subbed off Ronaldo, Ronaldo. I was the coach that made that decision. <laughs> and, and, it's uh, a little yeah. bit of Rogers there, isn't there? Oh yeah, I, yeah, I, I was yeah. I was basically saying that I think Clement might be more David Brent than Rogers. Actually, at this point, oh uh, that's uh, big. Very, honestly, honestly, no, Surely no. Nigel
1: Adkins is the most David Brent. Uh, Nigel Adkins mm. was just Mr. Positive. Yeah. I think he was. He's been
2: he deluded maybe. by David Brent I think <laughs> if you amalgamated the three, you'd have the perfect wow. Brent, wouldn't you? You would. And the most detestable character in football history. <laughs>
0: I think, as, as, as good as, as Rogers uh, talks a very good game, he does talk about the game rather than the game. Which is really annoyed me about, not about him. He talked about the of spirituality podcast. of the performance. <laughs> no, He's no. like, no, stop it. No, let's shut
1: that down. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: I prefer Clement banging on a redwood tree for different Yeah, honest. yeah, it's fine.
1: So, thanks a lot for listening. And um, well, we will be back uh, next week, hopefully with three points in the bag. I think someone else will be taking over the EPR account for the weekend. So. I'll get that confirmed and, uh, you know,
0: he might even do a periscope or something. We'll see. Thanks a lot for uh, listening. Cheers.